And yeah, uh, hello, welcome. Uh, this is, uh, you know, yours truly, Omar Tapata. This is that guy. You already know who it is. It's E-Money, E-Blage, all the other names. It's just Eli, yo. I, I wish I was that rich. Anyway, so yeah, this is... Uh... Anyway, me. <laughs> anyway, that shit. Um, so, okay, uh, let's, you know, stay focused. Um, uh, no, that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, this is, you know, Whining Millennials coming back with episode three. Um, and yeah, we got some stuff to, to talk this week. Uh, some stuff that we need to get out of our chest. Um, you know, the way we, you know, organize our stuff. Eli starts first, uh, asking the questions. Well, last week he started first, right? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Don't so, know. well, it was Friday. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who didn't know, who probably will... Well, it was literally three days ago. That's like a week and dog years. Anyway, so last week we couldn't upload an episode on Tuesday because my microphone... Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Stop playing with that. My microphone bro- broke on Tuesday... Uh, on Sorry, Monday night when we were supposed to record this to upload it on Tuesday. So we had to put it off and record it a different day. Uh, we recorded it on Thursday and uploaded it by Friday. So if you guys haven't seen that episode or heard that episode, you guys uh, feel more than welcome to... Um, you have any words about that last podcast that we uh, spoke, uh, did? I mean, to be honest, like, no. Why do you get, why you, why do you have to speak like I I hold you hostage here and only only let you out every time we have to do the podcast? I mean, that wouldn't be an inaccurate depiction of what actually happened. All right, so like that's not true at all. I do not hold Eli hostage. Of course, you're not gonna say. Well, okay, so here's the truth about our relationship. I don't talk to Eli the whole week until Mondays when I have to record a podcast with That's not I, t- I text you sometimes. Yeah, he does. And what do I do? You respond with one word as if I upset you in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have a whole lot of text. Anyway, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um, so, okay. So, I'm going to start with my questions that I have for the week for Eli because, you know, this is a conversation uh, and we're just going to freely talk. Uh, cool. So, my first question for Eli... Um, I know, I know the answer to this question already. However, I feel like we never really sat down and spoke about this, um, like thoroughly, like to see, like you know, you know, we're best friends and everything, but it's kind of like the relationship where uh, you do something and then I, I'd be like, all right, cool, and then we just move on type of thing. We really don't, we don't really talk about things. So the first thing that I'm gonna ask you, like, is uh, you know, I know that you traveled last. Uh, how long ago did you travel? You went to Miami. For nah, I went to actually just went to Orlando like last summer. Not very, not very upscale, I know, but yeah. I mean, Orlando's fun. Nah, it's like broke people, Miami. Oh I'm my like, god! Oh my god! That's gonna, it's gonna upset so many people. But okay, cool. You went to Orlando with your family, and what was it like over there? What like, what did you guys do? What, why did you guys even go in the first place? So my my cousins and I like have been progressively getting closer. Like, when we were younger, we didn't have the opportunity to, like, get... We weren't as close because most of my cousins lived in my parents' home country, which is Dominica. And, like, um, they came over when I was... When I was around 10 to 13. Don't throw your mouth. Uh, so, like, um... And my older cousin and I, we would, we didn't always see eye to eye because I was significantly younger than her at the time. And, like, I was really annoying. So Wait, like, how old are your cousins? Like, how much older than you, I mean? So, on average... The co- like on what do you average, mean on average? How many cousins do you have? I my fa- I had my father has 
five sisters and four and three brothers, three or four brothers, one of those. So I have about approximately like nine to ten cousins around my age. Jesus Christ. Well, okay, but like the one that you said that you didn't like always see eye to eye with her because she was older than you. Yeah, um, my my cousin, like, so now because she used to babysit me, so we we have a long relationship, and I I I yeah, a lot I, of times. That's that's kind of like the relationship no, that. Like, like what I give you is. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about you and me. I'm talking about my like, older cousin, the one who's getting married, the one that I'm going to the yard. Like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, really yeah. Because like, uh, she was like a little. Older. She wasn't even that much older than me. She's like what, 25. I don't. I'm not sure. She's like 25 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, she like she was so much sure when she was younger. Like she, uh, she was one. She's one of those people that said, "Oh, I want to be a doctor when I grow up." And she did it. She became a doctor. She's one of those. Yeah, she one of those. That one, that she's a dreamer. Like one of those who actually like fulfills her aspirations. Like, Must be nice. Yeah, I know, right? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, that's kind of my relationship with her, but yeah, sorry. Go on. Yeah, so, like, we went because, like, we were trying to get closer to each other, and, like, we're all around that age. We're all around that age where we're kind of, like, making our own money. So we could afford to like, just pop up at a, pop up in Florida. They had gone for the week before. They had gone from the beginning of the week, but school had started. Now. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say for the record, if you, oh, never mind. You had a job back then, like a like a good pay, like a like a good job, Okay, okay, okay so okay, I understand because I was about to say, shut up. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, because if I ever ever hear you asking me for money to buy your lunch, I will hit you if you had the money to buy in Florida like that. Money for lessons, Junior. So what how about today? I didn't have my car. What do you want me to do? I'm not asking car. for my start. I. <laughs> no. said start. No. What is this? The 1950s? Like, not even 1950s. What is this? Wow. That is really offensive. You should have said that. Oh, my God. What you wanted me to say? Africa, like every other stereotype. Oh, my God. No, I did not. Africa, Africa is. They're living, they're, they're living lavish. Some of them, some cities in Africa are amazing. My man's Akon just hooked up 600 million Africans with electricity, so you already know. Are you sure about that number? Hmm? Are you sure about that number? Is it 600 million? Uh, we can, 600 million is, is a lot. We can fact check this right now. Uh, can we? We can fact check this. Yeah. Let's see. Akon. Yeah, it is 600 million. 600 million. I told you. That is a... Wow. That's a lot of... Yep, yep. Wow. PSD Blackhead. Anyway, so... So continue, go on. Yeah, so we, we did the trip to get closer, and it was a great experience because, to be honest, like, I, I had a different perception of my cousins before we went on this trip, and afterwards, it was completely different. Like, I always thought my cousins were kind of, like, like older, super stuffy, kind of stuck up, because it's mostly girls, and I'm a guy. So, like, you know. Oh, like, that makes sense. Off rip, like, I didn't think we would get along, like, the same way, but, like, I went, but, like, beyond, like, you know, the regular formalities, but I went, and it was great. Like, we bonded. We talk and like I like things happen obviously for this family. But well, I like, guess yes, argue. No, kind of sort of. And mm. like you know, like how we resolve those conflicts like really brought me closer to them. So I have this kind of kinship with them now that I didn't have before. Cool. You know, and I'm gonna end up this uh, segment of the podcast by asking you like a question that I've been wanting to ask you ever since you went on that trip. Um, did you miss me? Um. So yeah, uh, we're gonna move into the next. No, 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 not not like in a romantic, weird way. Like, like, did you miss oh, no, like I, the I, antics that I you and I get? The context. I just chose to ignore. It. But yeah, so we're gonna move on to the next. I guess I'll just go, <laughs> go fuck myself. 
Anyway, so it's your turn, I guess. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. So we talk about traveling. So um. Speaking of traveling, you know, traveler um traveling homicide is insane. People sometimes people go to um other countries and they die in other countries and places. So that's why travel insurance is so important. I know, but you know we can't afford it. But, I can't. I don't know what you're talking about. I guess you're more affluent than I. You have AirPods too. I'm not that rich. Okay. That that's a like that's like that's like that's like four one k rich like you know like, like you don't like, have social security you have a Roth IRA. Oh, but yeah. Um, what were you saying about uh travelers' homicide? So that brings us to our next question. If you had to pick one way to die instantaneously, how oh, and why? God. What would you some dark you some dark individual? That's why I say. Yeah, but, like, I don't talk about dying every day. What's up on the time you did, y'all? Actually, that's a lie. I stopped saying that around you. I still make those jokes, just not around you, so I don't scare you anymore. <laughs> I believe I was terrified for a little while. But, um, yeah, uh, if I were to... Let's, honestly, like, you know how there's people who believe in, like, uh, instant... Like, well, I don't know if this is real or not, to be honest with you. This is beyond my knowledge. But, like, in- instantaneous combustion is, like, uh, the way that I would pick. Because, like, it seems painless to me. It's an instantaneous combustion. Yeah. Like, you know. Wow. Imagine so specific. Whoa. Imagine yeah. yourself. Whoa, yeah. Like, think about it. You're walking down, down the street in Fifth Avenue, you know, like, you like 52nd Street and whatever. Mind your own business. You know, you just got a bagel from, get like, pick a bagel. Um, and I don't know. You just burst into flames and die. Like, you just disintegrate. You just die. That is the most theatrical instantaneous form of death. Like, how, how long have you been thinking about this? How old am I? You're 23 or more. 13 years. Wow. Wow. No, it's like, I like, like you know, I don't, uh, I, I, like, you know, people get these thoughts about, like, you know, like I'm pretty sure a lot of people think about, like, how they prefer to die. I'm pretty sure you've thought about it, too. Oh, yeah, guys, just a PSA so that you don't think we're crazy. So, I, I don't know how factual this is, but I, I think I did look it up. Whenever you get weird thoughts to do really bad things at the time, it's normal. So it's a psychological condition called the perverse, right? So it's it's your it's your mind telling you to do the worst or the most evil thing at any possible moment. Moment when oh, the wow. hardest thing to do is the good thing. I so, thought that was just like crazy. No, no, no. It happens to everyone. I've gotten I've gotten those thoughts. People Bro, because sometimes me. sometimes like dogs be barking and I just feel like. <clears throat> Wait, what? No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm a dog person. I love dogs. <laughs> what in the correct way? <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> no, but like, like, you see, like, you've gotten thoughts about how you prefer to die. I mean, if I had to, it would have to be quick. It would have to be super quick. Hence, instantaneous. I'd probably, I'd probably prefer to get shot. Go out the traditional Whoa. way. Well, the thing is that if you get shot, you may not die right away. Well, I would assume that how they would shoot me would be instantaneous. So, like, shoot Like, they would have to shoot you, like, to, like, the only, like, 100% way that you would die right away from getting shot is, like, they put a shotgun to your head and, like, blow your brains up. And then you, there's still, like, people who have, like, apparently survived that. So, I guess um, the electric chair would be my second option. Yeah, that's still not instantaneous, Chief. I'd feel it for the point two seconds. Yeah, but you still feel it. I mean, it's not going to matter. I'm going to be dead 2.7 seconds later. Two yeah, that's why I chose instantaneous combustion. So you don't feel nothing, you just die. I mean, but and also if like let, let's go to like like other ways of dying that could potentially be considered to be um, painless. Like I thought of drowning, 
But Johnny, like, if you really now, think about it. That's the way I... That's the, if there's any way I would not die, it's probably drowning. But can you swim? Black people don't swim, But man. can you swim? I can sort of swim. But I can swim. Oh, excuse me. I guess that's not a problem. Well, but I'm like... What if you get a crazy... I'm like, island black. What if you... <laughs> well, <laughs> it does help that your country is surrounded by water to learn how to swim. Oh, no, no. I can... I have a very weak doggy paddle. Don't get me wrong. Really? Like, if you're throwing... Look, okay. Okay, so you're six. If you're throwing a... In a... In a... 12, 12 feet pool. Mm-hmm. All you would do is doggy paddle? No, I have I have a crappy over um I have a not brush is it a brush stroke what like? Yeah, I think I think that's not a brush stroke. I think that's just a stroke. I have a really. I see what you trying. Be an adult. Be an adult. That's <laughs> called it's called a stroke. Okay, no, 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 Because if you're basically, <laughs> I refuse. I'm not going. It's called a stroke. It's right there. There's backstroke, breaststroke, butterfly stroke, freestyle. The front crawl. That's what the. I have a weak front crawl. Don't you I can't. Bro, oh my god. Bro, it's called stroke. There's there's types of stroke, but not all the swims are called stroke. I never said that all the swims are called stroke. So why would I specify you had a problem with me saying that I don't want to say I have a weak stroke? This okay, yo, yeah, please be an adult. <laughs> I was so sorry. We're both adults. You just said it. I, that's what you tried to get me to say. I wasn't trying to trick you. I was I actually. You were, no, 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 no. You were waiting for me to say it. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Yes, I didn't realize until you started laughing. Okay. No, 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 no. Anyway, anyway. So you just have a, you have a weak frontal crawl. That even so. Yes, I, it's a weak front crawl. Okay, that's okay. cool. Alright. Well, uh, in the uh, you know, even though we're surrounded by water, my mom put me in a swimming team, so I have a, I know how to breaststroke, butterfly stroke. You know, I compete with Phelps. I wouldn't say I compete with Phelps. I flow better than Phelps because I'm fat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. No, that's a, that's a fact. He's muscular. I'm. I know, but like you said it like so candidly, that that threw me off. But anyway, yeah, if I had to choose how to die, it would be instantaneous combustion. Um, let's move on to the next question. I don't want to, uh, you know, go too long about this. This is getting too dark. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, cool. So, you know, I'm not very, I haven't been very close to social media. I've been like, well, I have, but I've been doing a lot of work because, you know, my Mondays are, Mondays are my heaviest days, you know that. Um, but I, I was you know scrolling through Instagram, giving myself a break from editing a video earlier, mm-hmm. and um, I saw something about Mike Miller's family allegedly supporting Cardi B for taking the, a Grammy over him. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? I did hear something about that. So okay, so once again, I'm quoting Twitter here. So you can know. you please like also like give a brief background of who Mike Miller is and who Cardi B is and like what like what the situation is like. So if anybody is more of a you know, cavemen than I am, um, and they don't know anything at all, like, you, you know. So, Mac Miller is a rapper who recently committed suicide. Oh, he didn't commit suicide. He didn't commit suicide. It he was an overdose. overdose. You say commit overdose? No, he, he overdosed. He overdosed. He not too long ago, and he unfortunately passed away. And he was, prior to that point, he was the ex-boyfriend of... Um, of the Mrs. biggest pop star in America, Rihanna Grande. I flatter her like that. But what's the of, of a Miss Ariana Grande? And um, 
a lot of she received a lot of backlash for it because um you know because she OD'd right after yeah the breakup well yeah and also at the time she was uh she was dating no she was engaged to Pete Davidson like which is like like a comedian from SNL and this this happened not almost immediately but quite soon after she broke up with yeah her. like so you could imagine yeah like if you if you if, like if people were paying it like I'm pretty sure like a lot of people were like it literally hap- it couldn't have been any more poetic like you know. Hmm. Like, you know, Mike Miller and Ariana break up. Mm-hmm. Pete snacks Ariana. Pete and Ariana tie the, like, you know, start, start tying the knot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. get engaged. And then soon right after, like, what? Like, a couple months into them being engaged, and boom, he, like, ODs. And, like, his first reaction from the public is that, like, he committed suicide because of because he was that depressed from that. And people were attacking Ariana and even Pete Davis. I mean, don't get me wrong. I heard he made really sad music. So this isn't to say that like that triggered it. This might have happened regardless, but I mean it's kind of impossible to deny like him doing that when you juxtapose it with like what happened. No, I'm I'm sure he was sad about it, but I don't think like I I don't I didn't listen to his music like that honestly. No, I didn't either. I, didn't. I know I know he was very talented because yeah. like you know he had a fan base for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like it was almost like like he a cult type a of thing. He sound he kind of sounded like a. He sounded like like a mixture, like when you know when J Cole tries to sing. Yeah. Yeah. He sounded like J Cole with a little bit of samba. It was, it was a very interesting, a little bit of samba, like. Well, of all I know about the uh, this guy, uh, Mac Miller, is that like he was very talented. He knew how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. He could sing apparently, and he was a, oh, a he was an avid rapper. Um, yeah, go on about like you know the whole situation. Yeah, I'm getting back to the situation. Alright, so um. According to Twitter, uh, he got nominated for a Grammy. I forgot which category. I forget which category. I think uh, best rap album. Best I think rap was it album? Yeah, I think album. it was best rap album. Or best album and, period. Uh, the Grammy. The people who did the Grammys, uh, they flew his family out there for the nomination. So uh, you could imagine that. Um, what you call it? If you fly the family out, that means that he most likely won. Sad story short. He didn't actually. Have, he didn't actually win the Grammy, and Cardi B actually ended up winning winning Best Rap Album of the Year. And um, just as a side note, I'm so grateful that she won it because that's that's big for us. You know where we're from, that big BX. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying uh, we're not saying at all in any way, shape, or form that we're glad that Mike Miller lost or anything like that. Or not we're just like 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 for example, like all I saw on on like on on. Uh, Instagram that actually Cardi B was the one who shared it was that Mike Miller's family was really supportive of Cardi B winning the Grammy for best rap album on Sunday. I mean, I'm I'm not upset that she won it over Mac Miller because Invasion of Privacy was a really good debut album. Like, it's it's not often that like a lot of um, rookies in the in the music industry, not even rookies, like first album like album first studio productions had the success that she had like. Her album was charted top ten on multiple charts. She had number one songs all over the place. She had she had like seven songs at some point in the Billboard one hundred. She had some songs that were two times platinum. Yeah. So she definitely deserved like twenty eighteen was her year without a doubt. So um, um, I I I I don't have any anything against Mac Miller's family for being as supportive as she, as they were because definitely like, why wouldn't you be? How salty and how bitter would you look to hold it against someone else for winning? And they definitely deserved it just because, you know. Well, apparently, um, 
in her speech, she uh, actually said that she actually read that her family was hoping that she would win if he didn't win. Um, it is sad that he didn't win, though. But, like, like I would have been happy either way whether he won or she did. Um, I'm obviously happy that she did and everything. Uh, and I think it's pretty cool that her family, that the, uh, his family, actually, are supportive of her winning that album. It's pretty dope. You know? Cool. Uh, anything else that you want to say in regards to the topic? Do you know, like, any, 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 do you have any memories about Mike Miller, like, you know, uh, related to your life? Um, the only, only real memory that comes to mind is, um, um, I saw he had a segment on radio before, and I'm not gonna lie, like, it kind of made me sad that we lost him as a talent, and he also didn't have the exposure he had, because potentially, like, had, it, if we were in a different place musically, if this generation was in a different place musically, I feel like we'd be a lot more receptive to his music, because he made some really beautiful soul music. Well, he was really, he was really, really, he was huge, like, 2011 to 2014. And, like, yeah, high schoolish, like, um, our high school. Our high school year, he was. He was, like, like, crazy popular. Yeah. Uh, like, the only cool memory that I have about Mike Miller, uh, and I feel like a huge jerk for saying this, because, like, it's literally, like, the only... The only thing that could really relate to him is that he was in, uh, I think, Scary Movie 5? With Snoop Dogg? Yeah. And, like, literally, legit, that was literally my favorite part of the whole movie. Him and uh, Snoop Dogg. Like, that literally, like, that whole scene where he was, like, he was asking Snoop Dogg which movie was the one with the cabin in the woods, and Snoop Dogg would repeatedly say, cabin in the woods. And he was like, no, 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 the one where all the people hide in the cabin in the woods. And Snoop Dogg would repeat. The cabin in the woods, but like you know, they were playing like two stoners, so like it was just a fun bit, like you know. Scary movie got trash after the second one. We're not. That's a that's a conversation. The one with Mike Miller was actually pretty good, but yeah. Anyway, let's move on from this topic. So now, while while we're on the topic of pop culture, so like one of the most interesting things about pop culture is how it captivates our attention and how we perceive it as quote unquote cool. So, in your opinion, what is coolness or being cool? What makes someone quote unquote cool to you? I'm gonna be the most like the the, the cheesiest answer that anybody could really give you or, or give anybody really uh, when asked this question. I think coolness is the way you carry yourself. Everyone says this, but support yourself. Why? So like okay, so right now something that's really popular and everything is like dressing with like name brands. Like like people think that just because they have like a really expensive shirt pair of pants or like pair of shoes they think they're cool and like if if you know me in this podcast you're probably gonna think that i'm a hypocrite for saying this because i would do with you know certain name brands and stuff like that How about listening? no what some of your I don't, I don't like boasting you're not boasting i'm asking a question how about you talk about some of your like list two or three of your favorite brands uh, uh this is gonna say make me sound like a high piece but I mean, I like, if you don't if you don't just if you it's, it's say fine it'll make uh, okay it's right. fine uh, i like wearing supreme okay. off-white and nike oh that's not too bad that's literally like you know my everyday wardrobe wardrobe Damn. like like literally like wow no that's not how i meant to say it Damn. Oh my god. No, like, you know. This one has a different Supreme shirt for everything. Oh day. my lord. This is why I don't want to get into this conversation. You said no. it every day. Oh my god. No, like, for example, like, if you catch me on the streets anywhere, like, I'm most likely either wearing Nike Supreme or Off White on, like, a, on any given occasion. Okay. Like, if I hang out with my friends, like, I, I on the, the day of the Super Bowl, I was wearing my Nike 
off-white, my off-white Nike Prestos and my off-white, with an off-white flannel that I have. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, pretty calm stuff. Pretty calm. Cool. Yeah. Light. And like, you know, sometimes to work, I would wear like a Supreme hoodie or something like that. If it's, you know, it gets cold outside, so, you know, I gotta put heat on to keep warm. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, you did it. I don't think, I, I don't wear those pants specifically because like, I think they make me cool or anything. Like, you know, I think... What partic- makes me cool particularly is the fact that, I, that, that, that I'm kind of funny sometimes. Okay. Wow. You know I'm funnier than you are. Ha! <laughs> the only thing you got over me is that you can actually speak English. Uh, bro, if this if this podcast was a team, it'd be Golden State and I'm Katie. And I'm Steph. I'm still the better player. Right, but I, I came and this is how we started winning. Yeah, but this is my team though. It's your team, but I'm the reason why we started winning chips consistently. No, I won a chip without you. I don't need you. So you know you're happened, a bitch. What happened to you when your buddy LeBron came up and pressed you? It was on that talk. That was- beat you up just Kyrie. I had to pull up and have your follow-up. You heard my feelings. I don't care. Anyway, going back to the topic. Yeah. Damn, that actually like made me feel. You know what, bro? Leave my house. Alright, I'm leaving. Get out. Leave. Your iPhone 10 is fake too. No, it's not. You just mad because you can't afford it. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Who are they gonna believe? They can't see it. You gonna post a picture of it? They can't hear that you're poor. I'm joking. Heard the pop. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I think uh, coolness like it's it just relates to like you know how somebody carries themselves themselves because like you could wear you could wear supreme and call you and carry yourself like a total jerk or wear supreme and carry yourself like a cool dude like you know who doesn't mind who actually like you know or you could like, really wear like marshall t-shirts marshall's t-shirts oh no marshall's about the campbell tj max t-shirts and you know so be a cool guy like i don't think clothing really makes you cool or anything or what you wear makes you cool or anything like that i think like you know the Thing the most that where that relies on is like just how you carry yourself, that like you're not a jerk, you know, that you're you know, try to be a good person, you're stuff like that. Like how you carry yourself, like, like when you are carrying yourself, like what attributes of your carrying of yourself constitute like on the transit coolness? Well, like if if you find yourself to be a person that that you're easy to be around, you know, that you don't make people feel uncomfortable and if you do you know you find a way to kind of like you know solve that issue that you're not that you're just not like an asshole you know what i mean like that you're just cool that you that you don't you know i don't consider myself actually to be like cool cool because like i'm like chill when i'm chilling with my friends or whatever but like if it's like something that's work related like i'm like really i get really frantic and like i start yelling and you know like i was last monday when the microphone broke um, and I'm sorry for that, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like being 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 cool is just like you know this like kind of like attitude that people have, you know, and like you know uh, if you know you're a younger listener, um, don't try to be cool. Coolness just comes, you know. It's either you got it or you don't. If you don't, embrace it. No, because I think you can you can become cool. I mean, yeah, there's a couple success stories here and there. Like, like I remember, like, bro, look, look, look at me, for example. I, I went from asking people, hey, do you want to be my friend, to, hey, do you want to be my friend, or I kill myself. So, it's, you know, it's kind of, like, sad, but then it gets funny. It's a shame to see my face. So, yeah, I can't see my face. So, we're moving on from this point, I guess. Yes, we are. Okay, cool. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, on to a lighter note. Um, 
are my questions. Okay. Did you hear anything about what Drake did last night at the Grammys and like what happened to it with him? So I actually heard a good chunk of the speech that Drake made. And I just want to say that that was that was a great speech. What did you say? I actually so, don't know anything about the speech. A good chunk of it. So basically he was talking about how the Grammys are business and like every business like they're like they the pro like the uh, which we'll call the primary component of their event. Why it happens is to make money. Now, don't get me wrong. My teacher explained. Our te- one of my teachers is going to explain what the Grammys. The Grammys is simply they're dedicated to preserving the culture of music, essentially in in quintessence. And this is just a big PR event that they throw on, basically every year to like you know kind of maintain relevance one and two, also to celebrate some of the like more significant music that they have every year, right? So. Drake, you Drake hasn't like from what I heard. Drake has not had a Grammys appearance since. No way. He hasn't had a huge Grammys appearance since, if I'm not mistaken, the Take Care era. So this wasn't too long ago. Wait, he wasn't in the Grammys last year. Um, let me see. When was the last time Drake? Drake. Grammy. Gram- Oops. Grammy appearance. Uh, so obviously 2019 is like the headlines right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think it's gonna really show honestly. Yeah, we'd have to go like really no, yeah. Well, we'll get back to you guys on this. Yeah, we're gonna come back to this topic like probably like next week or something once we'll do a little more research on it. Um But what I will say is that um I definitely I definitely resonated really heavily with the message that he gave because it wasn't just What's um, the message? So in, in essence he said each of the music that we make, and I'm speaking from I'm speaking from first person perspective, that being Drake. Each of the music we make resonates with a different audience, and it's not about the Grammy that you win. It's about the small victories that you, as an artist, win by giving your music to the world, right? So he says that there's people out there who want to listen to the perspective of a, of a little of a young Canadian boy with something to say, or a spicy young New York woman. He was referencing Cardi B. Or um, and he he also mentioned Travis Scott. Yeah. Like, he he was basically talking about how like um, people, like the Grammys might not give them the recognition they want, but at the end of the day, it's the it's the perspectives of the people, the people who live and touch that matters most. And I thought that was amazing. It just bothered like I guess the Grammys took issue, the people who were in the Grammys took issue with the fact that he would address them on their own platform about how unfair and how biased at times they could be against these artists. Because don't get me wrong, 2018 it wasn't the best year for bro, music. Bro, I'm I'm sorry, but I feel like in the in the past recent years, like in the I'm not gonna say okay from like 2014, no 20 yeah from 2014 to now, uh-huh. I think it's been like the best year of music to be honest. What from 2014 to now? It's it, it's been a great it's been a great era for music. Like to be honest. Like, oh, whatchamacallit, one of my favorite years for music was probably, uh, uh, it was probably 2015, because that's when What a Time to Be Alive came out. No, absolutely. No, but like, like, hear me out, hear me out, all right? So, when, like, so in 2014, and like, that time, 2015, you know, we started seeing Migos come out more, Future come out more, and more stuff like that get more popular and everything. But, like, 2015, 2016, I feel like, like, that type of music was being kind of like, ah. Like, you know, look down upon, like, oh, what is this garbage? Like, the trap music, like, the, the mumble rap. Trap music, like, if I'm not mistaken, trap music, 
Trap music has actually been around for way longer. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. I'm talking about like when they started getting popularized by like the Atlanta rappers and stuff like and that. People like so. One of the earliest, the earliest rappers that had a claim to trap music, maybe not in its traditional form as we perceive it today, but like trap music, the name at least Ti, who released a song yeah. called Trap, like Trap Music, M U S I, M U Z I K, Trap Music. Um, Gucci Man also had a claim to that term, that type of terminology. Yeah, but like, like I'm referring specifically to like the 2015 to the present era. Oh, you're talking about oh, you're talking about like trap music in this era. Like, yeah. So yeah, trap music in that era, like, like bro, like in 2015, like people like when this album, what album is it? Oh, What a Time to Be Alive yeah, with, yeah. with the Drake between Drake and Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This album, like people were like, oh shoot, there's like a different Drake, blah blah, this and that. And then every time Future came on any song, they were like, what the hell is this man saying? Why does he sound like he's, like, tripping on his own words? And, like, people used to make fun of, like, rappers that, you know, rap like that and whatever. Like, at least, like, you know, what I, what I saw. Are you speaking to, Are you speaking about the flow? No. Or are you speaking about, like, like, like the... Con- I'm, I'm confused. Are you speaking about the content no. of, like, trap music? No, no, no. Not the content so much, but, like, the deliverance. The delivery of... Okay. Like, because, like, sometimes, you know, trap music can be hard to understand. Like, you know, they'll be like, like, for example, what song is it? Is this? Oh, I Stopped My Arm. Like, came out in, like, 2016 or 2017. Uh, the album, uh, DJ Khaled's album. Mm-hmm. Where, like, the beginning of the song, uh, somebody from Migos is like, like, literally just like that. Like, mumbling it. Mumbling it. I think you're trying to talk about mumble rap. Mumble rap in the context of trap. Yes. But not necessarily trap itself. No, no, I'm not talking. Yeah, I'm not talking about trap itself. Yeah, I'm not talking about trap itself. I'm talking specifically about the mumble rappers that were on the come up and, like, during those years, that's when, like, it got more popular, like, with people like Future. Uh The Migos blew up. Oh, like a lot, like in 2016, uh, when, when did Culture One come out? Culture One came out in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me double check that. Culture, uh, 2017. I'm sorry, it, it was promoted a lot in 2016, but 2017 is when it came out. Yeah, uh, so yeah, so Culture One came out, and people were, like, wondering, like, what the hell are these guys saying? And then, like, I feel like in 2016 to 2017, like, there was, like, a learning curve as to, like, what this music was, and that it, w- it was here to stay, that it wasn't just, like, a fad. To be and- honest, I give a lot of credit, like, you know, very little, little mention, dude, I give a lot of credit to fucking, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Chief Keef, because, like, when, oh, yeah, Drill set the foundation for trap. Chief Keef was ahead of his time. When on Love Sosa came out, what? After that, like, we had all these other bangers coming out. So sorry. Yeah. All these other bangers coming out, and then the sound just started to change more and more. And, it's, and the more drugs, like, don't get me wrong, not like we do drugs or anything like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, that's when trap culture started to seep into music. And then the, the usage of a couple of layered beats, your extra drums, your timbres, like, all of that. <sighs> yeah, but, like, but to just end this point, like... Um... I feel like trap music has like made such a turn in in a way like in 2016 and those years like people like Migos and Future and what's his name Lil Uzibert they used to get picked on all the time because like oh they can't they can't they don't know how to speak this and that like no fear what they don't understand absolutely a hundred percent and like and like that that's the funniest thing because like two three years ago 
people were like making fun of these artists because of how they spoke and like their accent that came through like whatever i remember southern jar yeah i remember uh 21 savage or savage the 21st um he he i, I love 21 savage like that, that was a, but um he like people used to like complain that they couldn't understand nothing that he was saying and like fast forward three years and like i can sit hear every single word he's saying in like no heart for example or something like that. I feel like we categorize mumble rappers as mumble rappers simply because, like, the, the, their dialect is so different from ours. Like, you come to New York, we, even though we are heavily accented, we, for the most part, we enunciate most of our letters, or most of our words, like, constantly accented. Yeah, yeah. So for example, you're not going to hear Jay-Z, like, you know, mumbling, per se. Yeah, Jay-Z couldn't mumble. Like, like it, it just couldn't happen. Yeah. But if you go down south and you listen to a little baby or, you, or a gunner, for example, or your thugger, like all of them, like their their accents so heavily layer their voices that like when they rap on the beat, for them to rap quickly, it sounds like they're mumbling. Yeah. So but, I can't even be mad at them. Yeah. The so yeah, like you know, I think like what Drake said, like uh, like from what I hear from you, I think like it's a great message to say, and I find it hilarious that the the, the Grammys like actually cut off his mic. He might not get an invitation next year if we're being completely honest, but then again, it's not like he, ever, he really cared. He has. Well, that's like timing. that's like LeBron James not getting invited to the All Star game. Like, like he, he don't, he's not really gonna care. I mean, who really cares? About yeah, the are you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, do you really think? Like, do you think LeBron's gonna is gonna is gonna, you know, brood over like a fake award? It's not like it's a fake, like, I'm not saying that being an all-star is not a big deal. It's what the award think? represents, but the award yeah. itself is not that big. Yeah, it's not like, you know. Yeah, and that's what he was basically trying to say yeah. with the message. Well, all right, uh, we're going to cut it right here. We went a little bit over time with that last conversation about music. That was kind of exciting. Um, if you guys want us to, you know, talk, uh, if you guys have any suggestions for topics, we're always taking suggestions uh, in our Instagrams right now. Uh, my Instagram handle is at omarzapata.jpeg. That's O-M-A-R-Z-A-P-A-T-A dot J-P-E-G. And uh, my Instagram is E underscore key singing. Yeah, just like that, I suppose. Just like that. Uh, so this has been Whiny Millennials, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe to our Apple podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Mahalo, stay on the flip side. You heard me safe in these streets. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stop. 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 Good night. Stop.